Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Tail, and I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and with me is my co-host, Joey Fitzsimmons. How's it going, Joey? Pretty good, pretty good. This is the Rain Delay Podcast. We're sitting here waiting for the track to, uh, to dry, so it's like, eh, let's knock out a podcast. I almost oh, yeah. didn't bring the stuff because, well, I my truck, it's nice and it's big, but I was starting to run out of room. I have to get the topper so I can stand stuff up and fit more stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And that's not coming until July. It's everything, like everything else, taking way too long. So, anyway, before we get started, I would like to give a big thanks to our sponsor, returning sponsor, Blooming Prairie RC Park in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. They have a covered driver's stand. They have a My Lapse transponder system. They have car rentals. They race every Sunday until, you know, from now until the snow flies. You know, rain race, you know, if it rains, obviously. They'll mm-hmm. post it on Facebook and say they're not. But, yeah, man, they're racing. Now they're racing this Sunday. They'll, you know, um, they have their cancer benefit race. I did not talk when it's going to be this year. But trust me, keep listening here. To hear when that is, they do a cancer fundraiser race every year. It's it, it's a good thing, man. Did you get down there last year? Not for the fundraiser race. Oh. I I gave cash. Okay, okay. I couldn't make it for the race, so I donated a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, check them out on Facebook, Blooming Prairie RC Park. So, anyways, we're sitting here in the pits. We've been sitting here all day. We went to the hotel. We checked in. All that stuff. Got lunch. Um, it hasn't rained since we've gotten here, but the track is, it's the sun just started hitting the track now. It did. And it started to get a little warm out there. Yeah. They, they finally, I mean, not, they put dust down a few hours ago and it's like, uh, it was, they did a great job pumping a lot of that standing water out. They did. So it's just going to be, um, it's just going to be a waiting game and we're going to be practicing late tonight. So. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Corey Hins helped me bench tune my motor a little bit more, mm-hmm. so I'm at a good starting spot. My shocks are trash. I could tell you that already. I'm gonna have to go through put way lighter oil in, mm-hmm. way lighter. I should have done that, but I've been just been sitting around BSing. That's the way it goes sometimes. For sure, for sure. So, anyways, uh, first impressions of the track. We haven't gotten to drive on it yet. But we've gotten some, it looks pretty nice. Bobby Moore did a really good job building this thing. He did, a very good job. Uh, I like that big outside double the most. I think that's going to be the most fun. You come out the straightaway and you have a giant outside double right away. Big old kicker. That's going to be fun, man. He's got, um, it's going to be an off-camber single towards the back. Mm -hmm. It's going to be single, another bump it, there's a lot of character you have a berm corner you got a little bit of elevation change on coming up to the straightaway i can't wait to run on it and yeah you know it's rain delay now but eventually this moisture in the track is going to be nothing but a good thing oh yeah for sure you know because well remember last year at the last ftr race sean's like i've been watering this track for days and days and days and he put down 200 pounds of calcium but there was no natural moisture in the ground 
there was nothing he could do about it. No, there wasn't. It's because last year it was a drought, and now in Mississippi, uh, in Elk River, the Mississippi is almost on Highway 10. Yeah, it, it's pretty pretty high. Yeah, I've been dodging the hail with my. I have new truck has not gotten hit with hail yet. No, I've been a jerk about it at work. Like there's guys, they have more expensive trucks than me, but I have the newest one. So the second it starts like bad weather, I park underneath the loading dock and it's like, F you guys. <laughs> this is my spot. It is. Until somebody gets a newer truck, it's mm-hmm. my spot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, yeah, we, um, we don't have a ton, but I do have some notes and we do have some questions. So... Have you been hearing people have been getting, like, sick from Silver State? Yeah, I did hear a few people got sick. No, with what? It's not like COVID. Is that from being inside with the fumes and the dust? It, it's it's got to be. Because uh, a couple people used to get sick at the Dome, but, I mean, this is, like, I've been hearing a ton of people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, the track, though, like I said last time, that Silver State track was really impressive. It was. It was pretty impressive this year, too. And they they were really good at keeping the dust down, so I don't know what they're getting. I mean, maybe a little bit. Maybe the Om- Omicron is giving people the, I mean, maybe that's hitting them because that's a super contagious one, but not everybody's, you know, it's not serious. I, I heard it was kind of like the flu. They were getting kind of like the flu, maybe mm. a stomach flu, headache here and there. So that's what Joe 3 gets from um, Clay Racing now. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, maybe fumes, all that. Who knows? We're doing a lot of crap. Like, the reason I'm still doing outdoor dirt is because of the ventil. You know, nitro fumes aren't going to bother you outside. Mm-hmm. And I've been noticing that a lot of these indoor races where you burn in tires, you use a nasty traction compound, this and that. When I was younger, I had no reaction to it. Now I just started having a reaction to it, but Joe 3 started having a horrible reaction to it this year, too. Really? I don't know what it is. I know what, over time, you become, I I hate to say it, you become more of a Sally when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. You know, it took my dad till he hit 60 to, it took me till I'm almost 40, and then Joe 3, he's just done. Maybe he just runs in the family. Maybe, uh, Beth goes, no more. She goes, you're not allowed to bring them to anymore where they're doing nasty tire stuff. It's like, dang. So, yeah, maybe I had something to do with that, too. Because we'd come home from a clay race and Joey would be puking and he would be not wanting to eat and all that. And then he'd be fine by Sunday night. And it's like, huh, that's weird. And then it was more and more and more. And the correlation, no, oh, it's fine. It's just I charge everybody on the podcast knows that sound, and they looked over if they're a little wrenching. So, yeah, anyways, I hope they all get better. That's a bummer. People are getting sick. Um, just that time of year, too. That is true. Uh, so I tried my first time hydro dipping. Oh, boy. Body. How'd that go for you? It looks okay. It's it, a six-foot body. Yeah, it does look good. Yeah. Um. So, Sarah Sarah Beard, she races at Thunder Road. 
I'm like, what is that? It's like a cool paint job. And I went over there and I talked to her about it. She's like, oh, it's hydro dipping and this is what I did with it and all that. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, oh, it's got to weigh a ton. Because she had the stock associated body. Joe 3 had a painted stock associated body. There was like a half a gram of difference. Heavier or lighter? Heavier. The hydro dip was a half gram on the heavier side, but that's no big deal at all. Not at all. So it's like, oh, I'm trying this, so... Joe 3 was my guinea pig on that. So last week what we did was, well, you have to make sure the, I did it like an impatient jackass. So you have to make sure the water is warm, get it to about 80 to 90 degrees. Because what happens if the water isn't warm is when you dip the body, it will all catch on the nose and the paint will just sink to the bottom. It won't form into the body it'll just be whatever and then um so you get it warm you spray a ton of paint in there and the funny thing is you don't know what you're gonna have because it's so much more sticks to the outside Mm -hmm. i'm serious i'm gonna pull this picture up beth took a bunch of pictures because she's like beth was interested in it that's kind of how cool it was really yeah She's like, oh, just super into it. So this is what it looked like before. There was a crap ton more on the top side, and you couldn't see any of the paint job. Right. Oh, Alec is sitting next to us. So, um, yeah, we peeled that layer off. But my problem is, is I dipped it twice, and then I ain't wait for it to totally dry. Because when you hydro dip, you're obviously going to have a lot of water. Right. So I dipped it twice, so there were a ton of strings and water bubbles on the inside. And then I only waited like an hour or two before I backed it with white. I should have waited 24 hours. That might be a new thing, because don't get me wrong, I like the points that we all do. But we've all been doing some variation of the paint jobs we've been doing for 22, 23 years. Right. They're fine. They can talk. Background noise isn't bad. No, not at all. Unless no. I'm sitting over here yeah. with a chip bag or something well, like that. <laughs> it, it's the sharp noises. Yeah, yeah. It's the sharp, like, wrenches teeing yep, yep, and yep. all that stuff. A pipe hitting the motor. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, um, yeah, we we did that, and I'm, I think I'm going to do it for, for a little while. Just until... I've been racing since for 30 four years now and paint jobs always evolved but we've been stuck basically for 20 plus years on what everybody's doing so it's like screw it something different should i might as well try it experiment with it yeah exactly anyways hold on here i'm gonna pause right really quick all right we're back so anyway um so what's new with you joey uh we really haven't raced together in a month or so. And no, we it. haven't. Um, I have both new cars this year. Uh, I have an e-buggy that has just a couple of races on it. I bought that from the nice. sheriff. Yeah. Um, I also have a new T3.2 I put together for this year. Yeah, that'll be fine. Uh, the Truggy's really nice. I almost got one. With the knowledge of them discontinuing it, I almost got one. I seen that the other day, and I called 
I called one of my buddies. I'm like, dude, what's going on here? And he's like, mm, I don't know. You should be expecting something pretty soon, though. Yeah, if they discontinue it. I bet, so, a long uh, year and some change ago, I announced on here the B6.3. I feel like a jerk when I catch Kyle, because Kyle's, you know, higher up. And I wasn't even on Team Associate, and Kyle's higher up. Right. And while he was on, and Clayton, Clayton doesn't care, but when him and Clayton were on, I spouted out the part numbers. Kyle's like, uh, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, the new B6.3 that's going to be announced on Tuesday. Because <laughs> uh, one of the online hobby shops put the part numbers up. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the, like, if you were in with, like, Alex Sturgeon, mm-hmm. You would know when the new kits are coming. Right, A right. month prior. Right. A month. They had a couple of kits, well, them in, like, Thunder Road and, like, your bigger hobby shops. They've had some basher kits a month before they were released to Did, do their promo videos and to have them on the shelf when it's time. Didn't he have that new Armacar? Yeah. Two before they even came on to... A long time before. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's like... Try to get in, but the the thing is though, those guys they don't sp- spill secrets. They don't. You know, part of me like Beth makes enough now. I kind of want to quit my job and go work at a hobby shop full time, just cause. RC Car Kings is always hiring. They're not RC Car Kings, King Kong. Oh nah, they're in Ramsey, but nah. <laughs> um, the King Kong is. They used to be kind of a race shop back in the day, back in like 2010, 11, all that, back when they were over off of, were they off of? Foley. Foley, yeah. Right next to the AMC movie theater. Yeah. But from what I've heard, the, they've kind of gone towards, well, obviously and smartly, they've gone towards the money side and got rid of most racing stuff. Now they're all big into Traxxas. Yeah. Which is, you know, Elk River has a Traxxas only store. I was just going to mention that. Yeah. It's an airsoft. It's a mix of airsoft and RC stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what's cool is that guy um, talked to the people in Otsego on their parks department. They had a basher track built in the Otsego Park next to the soccer fields. I was actually going to bring Joe 3 out there, but I remembered no nitro cars are allowed on it. Alec is sitting back there like, what are you guys talking about? I know nothing about this. Yeah. Oh, Alec, we're talking about uh, we're talking about a town that your dad used to race in before you were born. Years and years and years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is. So. There is. Where's that? Is that the new one in Otsego? Yeah, it's a basher track. It's in a city park. It's like kind of by the soccer fields, kind of by the skate park, okay, all yep, that. Yep. Yep. It. It's just a nice place to go. Well, I would like would have liked to break a nitro car in but yeah also you're gonna hear rc cars running in the background because it's also an indoor rc track we're pitting inside this weekend which is actually nice oh yeah dude i i saw evan evan tap over in the corner just freezing his balls off Mm -hmm. man i felt bad for him it's like dude come pit inside he's like no i'm good it's like (laughs) you don't look good (laughs) not at all come inside dude where it's warm yeah exactly so, anyways, we're about 15. Oh, what? I have another note. And this is something that I'm going to experiment with this year. So, Neil Craig, and they're talking about European AstroTurf, and this might not carry all the way over to carpet. 
but Neil Craig was on the Extra Lap RC podcast, and we've all been gung-ho about the long chassis. Right. Neil Craig goes, it's wrong. It's 100% wrong. He goes, it's not faster. He goes, yeah, it might feel better. Who cares? It's way slower to have the long chassis. I'm like, and he's talking AstroTurf. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget where he's to. I think he's Robin Hood maybe. Um, I don't know if you follow the Extra Lap RC podcast on Facebook, but he was going live from there. And that is a cool AstroTurf where they build the track and then they put the AstroTurf over it. So it was. It looks like natural grass that they're racing on. Right. It, it's really nice. Um, but yeah, he said short chassis. I could see it. It makes sense. So I'm gonna have a long chassis and a short chassis, and I'm gonna be going back and forth. But we're going at Thunder. It's gonna be extremely high grip mm-hmm. because he eventually, when he gets rid of that ozite carpet that or the CRC carpet. And he gets the new stuff in. I'm going to get my car immediately, and I'm going to start testing. Mm-hmm. Because that's going to be different, and I suck, and I need the jump. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Got to get the jump on everybody else. I, yeah. Well, everybody races there. I don't feel left out because I'm – so when I'm there now, I'm running four classes. Mm-hmm. I'm running my two classes. I'm getting Joe Three's two cars on the track. So I'm running four classes that's why we're only each running one class this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's like I kind of need a rest. Race that e-buggy. Nope. I do have the clips for it. Get it dirty. I have the clips. I have the dirt clips for it. Get it dirty. No. Let's run some e-buggy. I am not. It's going to be the, the premier class this weekend. Good. I'm worried about Nitro. <laughs> that Dude, uh, it won't be as good. It won't be as good as on AstroTurf because... With that motor, I'm going to have to take out all the boost, all the timing. I'm going to have to turn it down. I would just turn it down and let her buck. Not with what I have. No. Really? No. I pull wheelies off the start. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So it's really nice. So if you go out there with your standard 1900 kV motor, you'll be fine. But if you don't layer in boost and turbo and all that crap you're going to be a second off a lap really yeah because you can use it okay if you couldn't like you know it's a the straightaway alone is like god i want to say 150 feet mm-hmm. um i'm actually going to pull it up now because it is oh it's 120 by 90 it looks bigger, but it's 120 by 90. That seems like the indoor track, doesn't it? That kind of does, yeah. I think, I he, think the indoor track might be just a little bit longer. Yeah, I think he gave me the information for the indoor track. But anyway, it's regardless, it's a big Because 120 by 90, we'd be getting around there a lot faster than 22 seconds. Mm-hmm. So I think it's bigger. Makes sense, yeah. But yeah, it's like I would have to dial everything out of it, and I just don't want to do it. It's not getting it dirty like i said i I have clips i just take the dirty clips off put them away and take my clean astro clips i just nah i anyway i just totally lost my train of thought of what we were talking (laughs) about yeah where's the brain train brain train's coming back to the station Uh, i don't know man i i drank last saturday night after for the first time and well i've had drinks but i drank drank for the first time in like five years last saturday night 
And you had a professional wrestling match yep, last week. It was after that. Oh boy. So the fights were on. Beth cracks something open. And I'm like, I have nothing here. So I, even when I drink, I drink the chick stuff because it's low. Like I drink like Trulies and White Claws. Because, you know, it's low. Yeah, I want to try <laughs> one of those hard Mountain Dews, zero sugar. It's one of those things. Yeah, look, he's back there giving me the bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, your dad offered it. Yeah. But anyway, um, it's zero sugar. I got that, and I got a bunch of moonshine shots from the counter, all that. Ooh. So after one drink. Beth goes to bed at you know, like 9, 9.30. So it's like, all right, I'm going to be a degenerate. And I pounded everything I had within like two hours. Oh, no. And I've been stupid ever since. <laughs> I was going to say, you must have been feeling pretty good after that one. Dude, I was, I probably, I went and grappled the next day. Oh, no. I was holding back vomit the whole time. They're like, <laughs> are you all right? I'm like, I think so. <laughs> I need a bathroom. Where's yeah. the bathroom? <laughs> I only made it 40 minutes into a two-hour session. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. White flag, white flag, white flag. Exactly. So anyway, that that I I found that really interesting from Neil Craig though, the, about the shorter chassis. Mm-hmm. That is kind of interesting, yeah. So oh, what I was saying is, people who aren't doing four classes is in between their runs, they're um. They're practicing on the indoor track. So, yeah, dude, that that track man. They make so little money off of racing and all their money off of bashing and crawling stuff. Really? It's like their crawling course is packed on a Saturday. Non-comp day. I, I was out there for a trophy race one day just, just to come yeah. and hang out. I brought my crawler on purpose. Yeah. And it, it's just everywhere. Everybody's everywhere on that crawler track. So when you were there, there's this one dude that always sticks out to me. And I just want to talk to him just to see, like, kind of not what is comes in. Hair slicked back, gold frame sunglasses, gold chains, bunch of gold rings, fur-lined coat to the floor. Was that guy there when you were there? I don't think so, but I think I know who you're talking about. I he, think I may have seen him at a comp in, uh, uh, God, where was that one? He runs the Traxxas TRX-6. I, yep, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm just like, I mean, are you... Do you want to be a pimp? <laughs> Are you a hip-hop artist of some kind? I mean, what does he look like? Uh, the dude who sings um, Thrift Shop. Macklemore. Yeah, Macklemore. He looks like Macklemore. Oh, okay. Yep, yeah. Yep, I could see that now, yep. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. You know, but it is fun to watch and watch other people. But it's like, you know, the racing, even though you get... 80 to 100 entries every week, you got a whole lot more people going in and out buying, like, 8S Armas and stuff like that. It's like, oh, my God. Sometimes it's like when you want a can of tire sauce, it takes 20 minutes just to check out, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. You just got to make sure you have the time to do it. For sure. So <laughs> last week, there were only two guys there gaming, but there's this game. It's, it's like a D&D-style game. Dungeons and Dragons called Warhammer. Yep. Right next to our pits. Joe 3 was no help. I could barely get him out there to race. He's just watching the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn it. He gets off the track, throws his stuff down. And says, I'm yep. going to go watch these guys. Yeah. 
and just roll dice and it's like okay man have you seen the the tv series stranger things yes that's, yeah that's a good show i just started rewatching. i'm getting ready for season four so when i was 18 i like to do mind-altering hallucinogenic substances it is not stupid it is not a stupid show oh, oh super. okay supernatural yeah we no, I'm I'm waiting for season four too, actually, because we're out of shit. I can't wait. I'm jacked up for it. I am too. Um, I'm. There's. We're working on a couple things, right? We're watching like the staircase on HBO and all that. It's just not as good as good shows. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, where I was going though is, dude, they get so many other people and they're doing so many other things. It's kind of cool. It's cool that they have other, because if it was just RC, it would never, ever, ever survive. Right, right. Well, not just, I should say RC racing. Um, yeah. So I got a couple questions, and we'll get into your questions. So right before we do that, I want to do a little on the tone segment. Oh, crap. <laughs> um, you can relate to this because it's right down the road from your house. Yep. Um, road construction. Take an extra 15 to one hour everywhere else. <laughs> um, calcium. Rust, but a lot of the times necessary. I can't say most or all, mm-hmm. but a lot of the times necessary. And then we'll do stickers. Um, Sponsor stickers. So, so if, you, if you're not sponsored by them, I'm not for putting a sticker. I'm not. Joe 3 wanted me to sticker up his car, and I, I feel like a dick, and I kind of refused. I just stickered mine last week, mm-hmm. or this week on, like, Wednesday or something. Yeah, but the team-associated sticker looks nice, but you're sponsored by Send It. Send It, a.k.a. and FTRCR, Full Throttle RC Raceway. Yeah. And, you know, there are going to be... Um, I'm not going to say who, but somebody did leave the team-associated team mid-year really? so there there is uh, i don't know if th- the spot is open or they're absorbing the spot but there's a spot hmm. craig Kruger, if you're listening hit me up i don't think craig <laughs> dude i try to get him to race it's like uh, every week hey i'm racing here this week oh can't make it it's like dang it because he's fun to have at the track he is you know ever since the 90s he's been a fun guy to have at the track when we both had hair <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one day at the 510, me and him got in a conversation about his just everything that he's done in RC for the last 30-something years. I don't talk to him about RC anymore. No? That's a fun thing. We talk about, like, MMA. We talk about weightlifting. We talk about whatever dumb diet we're on and all that. It's mm-hmm. like, I eat three grams of carbs a day. <laughs> he goes, he's sitting there jacked, but it's, it's weird jacked. He's like 158 pounds it's like he has no waist but his upper body is fucking huge Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway so yeah that's good on the tone uh we're 27 minutes in so i got a couple from dale reek dale reek goes joey when are you gonna pay me back for my sweatshirt i'm getting there i'm getting there (laughs) (laughs) he also had another good question because with senior I'm bad with this, but everybody else, I'm good with this. So paying people back with parts and stuff like that, and he's saying nobody, he's straight up specifically said nobody here at this place. 
But, you know, you're in situations to where I'll rebuy the part. I'll buy you the part or I'll pay you for the part. But they never do. Like when I'm at the track, I've gone to the track broke before to where I pay entry fee and I'm broke. Mm-hmm. And if I'm broke, broke, and if senior isn't there to bail me out, I'll pack out. Mm-hmm. Because if I have to borrow a part and get it at, borrow it from somebody, well, that's weird. If I have to borrow it from somebody, um, I either PayPal them right there or I order the part right there. I mean, that's the way to do it. And it's tough. It's like, you know, Thunder Road's got a pretty good hobby shop, and so does Dollar, but, and Sean is actually carrying a lot of good techno stuff, and he's got your clutch bearings and all that stuff. But, I mean, when you're relying, let's say, let's say there's two guys running HB, and you break an A-arm, and you don't have it, you should order yourself a set, and then the person you got, you know, you should always pay back. So anyway, yeah. You get any questions? I got a few. Okay. <laughs> All right. First one comes from Alan Smith. He says, "Guesses on who's gonna win this weekend." I'm gonna say. We'll do e buggy, nitro buggy specific, because that's what he's talking about. Yeah, e buggy. I'm gonna say Alan Smith is gonna win. Van Dalen is here too. Oh, Van Dalen's here. Yep. E buggy Alan Smith is gonna win. He put up a fight last weekend. Yeah. Nitro Buggy, it's going to be Seth. It's going to be Kyle. And they're going to run together for about 20 to 25 minutes. And then Seth is going to pull, I would think, which is I wish I could run with Seth for five minutes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yep, yep. I got Clayton coming in behind those two for Nitro Buggy. You think? uh, Depends. You know, that third place spot's wide open. Uh, yeah. Because sure. you, you can't forget about Whitting. You can't forget about Bommel. They're both here. Yep, they are. Um, you know, I was. Alec is here. He could. He's normally a seventh, sixth place driver. He could have a great weekend. You know what I mean? I think I, I, I think Caden and Clayton are going to battle it out for that. Caden's not spot. here? Or not Caden, Alec. Alec. Sorry, yeah. Alec. Yeah. Um,. I think Seth gets a, uh, not a fault of his own, I think he gets a DNF and e-buggy. I really do. It seems to be the occasion. Yeah, fucking Nitro class is, I mean, I, he obviously he's a pro, he's on fire, but it's like, I I don't know what's up with the e-buggy. I don't know either. Is he, like with Tekken, I know you can't shut the thermal stuff off. Is he thermaling? The world may never know. Because, you know, he can put the power, he can drive. So fucking strong. Well, he's running Trinity now. He's got the Trinity oh, ESC. ESC and motor. Gotcha. Gotcha. Huh. Well, well then. I say uh, e-buggy. It'll be Al, Clayton, and then Kyle. I'm going to say L, L, Kyle, Clayton. Nitro so. buggy will do. I'm going to say, go. you go ahead. Uh, I'd say Van Dalen, Holmberg, or even... Clayton will put up a fight, too, for that second spot, but then Clayton will follow him real close in third. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, and we, we watch it all winter long at the five. T- well, that depends, though. 
So you can't compare because it's only a six-minute race. But one of the trophy races at the 510, I believe Clayton won it. Four-wheel mod because Kyle made a mistake and got hung up in very fast traffic. He did. You, you, you know when traffic is fast but you're still faster but you can't get, well, that allowed Clayton to get away. That's not going to happen for a full half hour, though. Right, right. And this track is pretty small, too. Everybody excels on the smaller tracks. I love small. And again, I, I'm an old bastard. I, I like smaller tracks. That I, it's I, I, Wide's fine, but it's that extra depth that, that makes it hard. Mm -hmm. It really is. Right, right. This one, next one, comes from Jad. Chad Johnson. says, will Junior explode this weekend? Nah. Keep him on the chill? Yeah, I'm just... I had my blow up this year. Yep. I have about one a year. One a year. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm good. This next one, Jeremy Oldham has two questions. It says, yeah. why does it always have to rain for MNRC weekend? Somebody pissed somebody off because <laughs> there were so many good years. Like I was telling um, KP, I go, you've never seen loose nuts on a 80, 90 degree weekend where it's the sun's been hitting it all weekend. Like when I was... Back when we were all around Proline tires, we were on X1 Fugitive Lights, and those almost weren't hard enough. Really? Yeah. But we haven't seen that in four years. Right, right. Something like that. I've seen it get to red, and that's about it. Yeah. I know Josh uh, Josh Ford last year at FTR was running orange reflexes. Yeah, he does weird shit like that, but it works for him. It does. Like, I've tried to drive Josh's cars before it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's like literally they have a two-foot radius circle. Um, it's, it's nuts. Uh, next one coming from Jeremy Oldham as well. It says, how many beers can be shotgunned by the end of the weekend? None by me because I got to drive Joe Three and I to the hotel. Maybe at the hotel. <laughs> the hotel has a bar. It does have a bar. I'm assuming that uh, Al and Clayton will go. They'll pile up a decent-sized cooler. Yeah. Yeah, they'll put it down um olivia saying seven seven 52 52 jesus between how many people alan smith yeah clayton. yeah l clayton jeremy Jer yeah yeah jeremy, jeremy. Oldham? and then you add in let's say jeremy seth. simpson huh seth, maybe? no nah. seth don't shotgun beers he's more of a hard liquor Sean, Sean, he's maybe. a hard, he's a hard liquor guy. He's kind a Mike's kind of guy too. Yeah, that's true. You know, I. That's the thing. After last weekend, I might be done for another five years. Because <laughs> I, I, I want to say I even get like hungover. I just felt dumb. Mm -hmm. Like my brain didn't work properly. It was just wrong. Right. So. Next one coming from Greg Baumel. Yeah. Opinions on putting calcium down for MNRC race weekends. Because he was also comparing to this question, like the race time entertainment races and the ones that Joey Carlson puts on, they don't normally put calcium down for those races. But their tracks go to shit. They do, but they also form a group, just like we do here. But like, their track. So, okay, here's the deal. What kind of track are you working with? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yep. It all depends on the dirt. That is true. It really does. Um, like, Sean's, like, okay, the groove at Loose Nuts and the groove at Duluth, if it ever 
you know, doesn't rain up there. Dude, those two tracks, in my opinion, need calcium. Now you go to Sean's, more of a black dirt, packing, or I don't know. He's he's prepped it so many different ways. You know, there's times where he'll water three times around. There's times where he wants that blown off and clean. It's Sean experiments, but Sean, a true black dirt, I don't think needs calcium. No. True black dirt does not need calcium. No, but it will build a groove. I know they they tamper packed this track here. That's okay. They got that steamroller outside. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they use that. I do believe they did. Yeah, and Duluth had had one. I don't know if they still have it because, but when they first got it, their track packed so nice that they didn't need nearly as much calcium. Right. But now the question there too is. Um, wood glue or Elmer's glue. Elmer's glue can be a positive change. It holds the track together. It gets funky, but it's funky right away. But once it gets ran in, it's good. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, people first battery pack. Oh, this is dog shit. We gotta run it in. Yep. Yeah. Gotta give it a few packs at least. Yeah. It takes a full practice day. It does. It, it honestly does. So. Um, Jeremy Whiting, and I know this question has been asked a couple times. Um, he says, yellow or white wheels, which are faster? I don't know, man. You, no, you got to count world championships, and I believe white has the majority of world championships. They do. I know Cody King has got one. He had yellow wheels. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say because it it's too mean. Anyway, <laughs> it, it, it's it, no it, uh, yellow wheels. Uh, it's weird that yellow wheels are accepted. It's I think it's a like a depth perception kind of thing. I want to say Brian Kinwald might have won all worlds on yellow wheels. Wasn't he on yellow anyways, or was he on white? He went back and forth. I think he was on white towards, you know the majority i want to say last two-thirds to three quarters mm-hmm. um oh, when he was unassociated he no he won with white wheels in 94 but i remember a lot of the kits came with yellow wheels really yeah the kit that was after his car the 94 world steam kit i believe a lot of those came with yellow wheels that They're, was a world edition kit that was yeah um, that, that was one of the first cars, that, um, it wasn't white nylon arms, it was black carbon arms, all that. I don't know, man. Um, Jay Halsey won a Worlds with black fronts and I think white rears. <laughs> uh, there's one guy out there, he's about to win a Worlds with orange wheels. Orange? I want to say he's on Jay Concepts and he takes, uh... Wheels and puts like an orange dot on them, like a big orange mm, outer like dot. Like a vinyl. Yeah. Okay. There's a guy. I forget the guy's name. I want to say he's. Well, he's from a different. Con- I want to say he's from Asia. I don't know exactly where. Yeah. Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Yeah. 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 That rings a bell. Yeah, he's on the cusp of possibly winning a world. Mm-hmm. Honestly, 
the guys who win, they'll, they'll win if you put purple wheels on. Yep. It's also just whatever Conan sends with your body, too. This actually became a discussion back in the day. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the different dies and rims and what that did for flexibility. And it became a legitimate, serious discussion for a while. And then we realize we're all over analyzing things and we're all too damn stu- No, it's... A, you know what I mean? It's a... We realize we wasted our time and then it just became a fun discussion. So, yeah, it's... It would be nice if we had a, a different, brighter color. I don't know what would be popular, but like... Black is not, because I drive my car from my front wheel that I'm looking at. That's what, and a black, that would screw your vision up. Right, right. It blended too much with the dirt. Yeah. So. Um, this next one comes from Matt Lust. He's asking, what would be the effect of nitro when electric can go up to 20 minutes? I heard a couple things that nitro would be going away, and that one person that would be running nitro would run electric. Here's the deal. And this is the reason why I prefer nitro over electric. I don't necessarily care about runtime. You have to get an e-buggy at the same weight as a nitro buggy to make it drive. A nitro buggy is way more nimble. It's way better. It drives. You know, these chassis are almost exactly alike. Mm Mm-hmm between nitro and e-buggy but the feeling of a clutch and the feeling of disc brakes in a nitro car i i love that feeling and e-buggy eventually one day i don't know how but eventually one day it will take over Mm -hmm. but you gotta look at it still in its infancy the first time we ran e-buggy in the mnrc is either 2009 or 2010 that's only 12 years ago. Yeah, it sounds like a long time ago, but A-scale buggies have been around since the late 80s. So, you know, they got to get up there. Speaking of, so I'm thinking about putting in a little bit of overtime and getting that ProStar brake system. The magnetic brake system? Yeah. I've heard good things about it. Because I forgot i got to check my brakes here. Um, check the bias, but it'd be nice to change your bias with just a dial. Yep. I, was it 200 bucks? That sounds about right, yeah, a couple hundred bucks. God, I shouldn't even have a credit card. <laughs> I'm not going to buy it on a credit card, although I want to. <laughs> I'd buy a 5T on a credit card. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding, I'm not. <laughs> you say that, people are going to remark you on it now. Dude, I watched them a couple weeks ago, and it's like, you could tell the people who've been working on they've been working on them with the stock kit. All you can do is replace the servo. They're all using so I talk. They're using the Spectrum one. It's fourteen hundred ounces of torque at six volts. So but anyway, um they changed that. But it'll run good off stock. Oh, a couple of those guys leaned them out a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> That those are just look like a lot of fun, and then I, um, I last year I helped one of those guys with brake bias. Now they're all setting their brake bias and all that. It's yeah, I'm 
it's so hard. I can't. So Brian's like, oh, you can keep it at Thunder Road. I'm like, my car needs to be at my house. And that 5T takes up so much room. People don't realize how much room it takes. They're it would probably take up this whole entire pit table right here. I <laughs> want to say they're three and a half, four feet long, and they're 40 pounds. They are heavy. I've marshaled them, and... Well, here's the deal. So those guys, they wanted to come run spec Fiscal and the MNRC. It's like, well, I'll talk to the guys, but I don't know, man. Because a lot of... The thing about it is they would be dangerous to marshal if they crashed a lot. They're like a goat. They land on their feet so much. It's... I don't know, man. I, I'm trying not to buy one. Because like I said, right now... Mini Truggy and A-Scale E-Buggy are what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep it that way, so, yeah. Uh, we got two more. Sounds Three more, good. actually, after that. Uh, right. This one comes from Corey Hens. A little shout-out. 20 years of MNRC. Yeah. He's asking, year. Uh, 20 years of MNRC. What kind of changes have we seen in the past years? Huh. I'm sure this could be a list with you. I've only been to the MNRC for two years now. Well... We went from running at <laughs> gar- not mm, the tracks have evolved greatly. Mm-hmm. That that's a better way to put it. We went from running where your cars like everybody wants to run a sand track. Mm-hmm. So every time they start talking, yeah, natural sand track. I send um, a video from a 2006 MNRC race that was looks like 30 minutes of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, we've ran at tracks like Eveleth that one, one end of the track, uh, old building foundation started to pop up. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. And then there were a couple tracks It's like that are the same. Like... Loose Nuts was always good. Like, Loose Nuts and FTR were always a bright spot. See, FTR used to be in the front by the road. That's when I first started running there. And I just had so much fun there. And we ran under the lights, and it was a blast. That's what hooked me. But then these lesser tracks, it's like, oh, screw this. So the tracks have gotten better, and the lesser tracks are gone. And then um, lap counting systems. That's huge. Yeah. I've heard those were a, a, a big hassle back in the day. So when I took over announcing, I want to say 2009, why can't I even think of what we were using? We were using, no, I, I forget. I even forget. It doesn't Was matter. it like the old one you had to use, the old, like the really old uh, lap counters, like you had no. to individually put them in cars? No. No? I mean, you could use those, and you can use those today. Um, those are um, loaner transponders. Uh, they used to at Shamrock, but it it's, was the best at the time. And there were a couple other ones that was pro score. I don't remember. But that seemed easy, but then we went to live time. And he's updated a few times, and oh my God, the software's so much easier. It's 
it almost makes me want a racetrack again. Mm-hmm. Almost. Um, yeah, what else have we seen? You know, tires have come so long. A long way. Like, you go from the old K2s to what we have now, and Panther tires was the bomb. The ticket, I heard. They were, dude, you couldn't touch them. Mm-hmm. Everybody would run a Panther sticker on their car, whether or not they were sponsored by them. I want to say Tony Sletton was the last holdout. Tony Sletton or Torian Mitchell. And every time I saw Tony, because Tony's always been faster than me. Always, always, always. And I go, Tony, you're losing so much. Because he's like finishing fourth to six in the A. Three to four tenths off a lap time. And he's like, no, man, Panther tires are fine. I'm like, they feel fine. I said, they're not fast, Tony. Nope, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. And I think one year, Danny Williams slipped him a set of pro lines. Boom. Was it pro lines or J concepts? It was one of the two. Because they were on, I want to say they were on J con, then pro line, then J con. I think that's the way it went. Something like that. But yeah, it it was amazing. Then he's back in the top three, battling for wins. And tires are 90% of the game, man. They really are. They are. I'm really happy to be on a team like J concepts. And you have a great AKA. Shit, if I wasn't on J Concepts, I'd be playing full retail. I'd, I'd have my bin of, I'd have my J Cons, and I'd have my AKA, and I'd have a couple pairs of Seismic. They're new uh, 2AB components. Yeah. I've, uh, I, 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 I'm quite unfortunate. I didn't order a whole bunch of tires this winter. I wasn't that smart, like yeah. Alan, Alan Smith was. I'm never that smart. I should be. <laughs> He was running the 2AB component gridiron 2 combination last week at Sean's. Yeah. And he said he absolutely loved it. Right, he right. says he loves those components. I'm willing to get my hands on that new J-Con tire. The Recon? Yeah. Every I, I put in two orders since I've seen them. And I, on each email, I'm like, hey, if you could throw in a set of those. Nope, they're not available yet. <laughs> you know, you don't know if you own ask. Sometimes they're available to lower-level team members like me. Yep. Sometimes. Rarely. <laughs> but eh, we'll see. Like, I want to say I was able to get, like, silver rehabs out of them before they were. No, that was Kyle. Kyle got the. I got something for Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> um, Alec Hins is wondering, why hasn't anybody switched to sweet tires yet? That's the only thing I would have switched to. I haven't tried any. Um, I hear good things about them. The wear is good. They're easy. And guys like me aren't going to go any faster with other tires. Like there's tires like... I'm not... There's generic tires that steal patterns from other companies that they use a shittier compound. They're easier, they're cheaper, and the wear is okay. But you're going to go so much slower with them. But then, like, sweeps, they're an easier drive by a lot. Um, I mean, Jay, I should, they should, I should say they're as easy as a drive as any other tire. They're cheap. You don't need a sponsorship. 
Right. You can order them from Sweep USA. Uh, I want to say a full set of four is something like 35 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, they're a great tire. They are. Yeah. I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about them. But now we got guys out here trying different things. Yeah. Like KP's running lugs. Mm-hmm. He says he absolutely loves those tires, too. Yeah. It's, so here's a question. Is it easier to make a good tire now, or is it easier to make an easy tire now? That's a good question. Because a lot of these tires, man, you put them on and they'll feel great, and then you're two seconds down a lap. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's like, man, they have great grip in the corner. They feel like they steer and all that. And then it's like, you look at your lap time. What the fuck? <laughs> That's why it's like when you put on like a a reflex or if you're a pro-line guy, a whole shot or you, you AKA guys, a gridiron, your go-to tire. Mm-hmm. Or is impact your go-to? Impact or gridirons would be the go-to. Yeah. You could put your go-to tires on any track and be close. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, man. I want Corey to come over here and give us an opinion on that 20 years of MNRC. Should we see if he'll come on over here? Yeah, for sure. Well, let me pause this. All right. We are back with fellow MNRC committee member who's been here since basically the beginning, Corey Hintz. So, Corey, you had a great question. Um, I want to, but Joey and I wanted to see your opinion. So this is the 20th year of the MNRC. What changes have you made? Because I really didn't come around till 07-ish because I was running Nitro on-road mostly. So, I, You know, I think that the MNRC has been successful because we've, we've tried to evolve and accommodate, you know, new things and new classes that show up. Um, the biggest one that currently is the uh, Mini Truggy class. Um, we have a class yeah. for that. And... Um, you know, if we look back in the day, the most popular class was gas truck. That's crazy. It's yeah. crazy to see it come and go and then try to come back. Yep. It's, uh, you know, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before how it happened to be a dip on the roller coaster for the MNRC is what created the MNRC. There was, you know, a whole bunch of tracks all over the place and nobody was getting together to race together. So. Right, right. That is true. So, with the, um, what year was it? One year we were almost, it was one of the years where we had lighter entries, but didn't we have more gas trucks than nitro buggies? Because I remember one year, no, what it was was, so we were trying to split we had more short course that's what it was we were trying to split um our nitro buggy class from intermediate and expert and everybody went to intermediate and you had the same six guys and expert so that kind of made both classes kind of shrink down and then short course blew up gas truck was still hanging on pretty good back then too yeah we went through uh um those growing pains of we were racing before the, there was even a truggy class oh yeah monster so, truck yeah so revos you know well traxxas t-maxes before that yeah. and then you raced we, the t-maxes in the mrc yeah, oh, we, yeah. we had t-maxes and like then the, that, like the two-speed trains ones yep yeah oh, a man, lot of that people would blast <laughs> it it was those things were a 
a pain. They were yeah. a maintenance nightmare. If people complain about working on an eight scale buggy now, <laughs> I'd rather take that any day. Right, right. So with the, um, how mad were people? Because I remember, you know, there were companies back in the day like Trinity made their hop up parts in a G, all that. And I, you know, they were all a lot like the original RC10 to where you could build a T Max and not have an original Traxxas part on it. How many guys just finished tricking out their T Max right before the Revo came out? Because the Revo, that was kind of the catalyst for Truggy, wasn't it? I would say that it was an attempt at a small block race truck, okay. monster truck. You know, they, the Revo, we had the Revo class and then we, we were evolving a Truggy class right on top of that. So right. at one point we had Revo and Truggy racing. So Okay. What was the original Truggy that was being ran back then? They Mugen. Were, well, they were, yeah, they would take buggies yeah. and they would put big wheels on them. Yeah, Mugen really? made a conversion. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, the for the MBX-5, the original MBX-5. Bruggies for the win. Bruggies, yeah. totally. Haven't we so gone the full the circle? Bruggy, the Bruggies were made even before the actual Bruggy body came out. I love it. <laughs> no, I love it. I want to say, was it Jay Smolker? He won a big West Coast Truggy race back in like 06 or something like that. And I remember his body, and you got to tell me, because this was before my time, if this was common. It had a Lexan big block on it. And I want to say it had, you know, the stadium truck fin wing. I think it had that too. Was that common for then? Um, I think all well the monster truck classes were like that. Okay. I think, I think uh, you know when the bruggies were being modified and and actually if you remember um, Jammin. Yep. The company Jammin yeah. came out with what I would call was the very first purpose-built truggy kit called yeah. the CRT. Right. And uh, you know they had the uh, uh, a shrunken eight scale buggy wing on it which really didn't catch on people just threw that to the curb and put on a regular wing but right yeah I, I would say they were probably the first first one to release a kit you could buy so what were you guys running back then um i actually bought a crt okay yep i was okay gas truck the whole time prior to that and so i was gonna say that's long before the boys started racing wasn't it yep so Chris Skosh, yep. if you know him, so he bought the Jammin' Buggy and I bought the Jammin' Truggy because a lot of the parts were, um, at differentials and stuff like that were compatible. Okay. They, they didn't have the funky different gear ratios in the gear cases. It was all done at the spur gear. And if nice. you remember, the, uh, the CRT had that gigantic Ferris wheel spur gear on it. Yes. So, so I remember, I don't know if you remember them, but uh, Trenton Dannenberg... We used to hang out a ton, uh, but he was building one in the pits of Twin City Hobby and Raceway and never finished it. Never finished it? Never finished it. He had eight different, he never raced. He sat and he wrenched, and he was there as much as I was. I was there every Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, and he was there the same amount of time. And he never, like, he raced one out of every eight weeks. 
and we took him with to an on-road race, and he's like, I don't know, man. Because <laughs> we took him to a nitro on-road race. It's like, hey, try my car. He's like, no. Because when people see a car that goes that fast, it's like they kind of freak out. Yeah. So some of the original tracks were, you know, we talked about it earlier, were a little antique-ish. You know what I mean? Like, we're ne- I, I don't think we're ever going to get back to our Evelis and whatnot. No, I, I think um, if you want to build a track for the MNRC now, it's it's at a different level than it used to be back in the day. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the Brainerd Badlands was so on such a different level than the, the tracks today. It's just unbelievable how it's changed. Right, right. You know... That track in Brainerd that you guys built in 2018, I. Oh, I was gonna say I know it that it blew apart, but man, what are they doing out there? Should probably almost finish this thought, and <laughs> I don't know. They're going a little nuts. Yeah, out did there. you tell your fans you're like track side? I didn't yeah, tell we... nobody anything. I think Joey did. Yeah, I went around and asked pe- for questions from people. I said we're recording right now. Because it's like, might as well. We yeah, got time. We're sitting here waiting for the track to dry. So, so we're, Joe and the crew here are sitting right next to the indoor track at Southern RC. So we got a lot of action in the background. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, um, I did like that Brainer track you guys built in 2018. It did fall apart a little bit, but it wasn't like a bad kind of fall apart. It was a type of... It got rough to where you would just have to pick a different line. And kind of like when we ran in the horse barn that, was it that year or the year prior to? It, it's fun, but yeah. Um, so I have another question for you, and it just popped in my head. Um, did that? Um, did you ever get any traction with that Brainerd RC Club you're starting? Actually, um it's it's moving along. We've got a a five year agreement with the Crowing County Fairgrounds. So nice. at least we have you know some reassurance that if we invest a whole bunch of time this year just to get going, we've got you know, years beyond that. Outdoor. To, outdoor. What's that? Outdoor or indoor? It, outdoor. Outdoor. Cool. Nice. So yeah, it's uh you know I I got approached by a guy that knew I was into RC and he wondered if I would help. And I said, well, I, you know, I got a full plate, but um, I'll see what I can do. And, and we let's put a meeting out there, see if we can get some people to show up at the meeting. And we utilized the uh, Crowing County Fairs Facebook page, which had like 5,000 followers. Cool. Uh, we utilized that and put up some flyers. And the first meeting, we had 40 people there. Jeez. And they're all locals. So they're they're there. We just got to get them at the track. So, like I said, you know, back in the day, I've told this story a million times on this podcast, but I was talking to Ray Cook after he's working at Hobbytown. He goes, yeah, during the TCHR days, they sold 10,000 T-Maxes, and none of them ever hit the track. Yeah. Are you guys going to race at the Brainerd County Fair? Or at um, County I Fair? don't think that they'll let us be out there during the fair week um nitros not, might be a little loud well not not this year and where the track is located we're kind of we're out of the way i mean it would be something we could do but um they they have events in the grandstand every night during the fair so 
It, okay. it probably more of a liability thing than anything to gotcha. have kids out there. Well, yeah, you'll uh, have to come back on, keep us posted, keep us posted about any racing coming up. We um, do. Yeah. I think we should end this. It's getting, you know, noisy, and I'm sure we're about ready to practice. We got to find some guys with the e-truggies out there to go, yeah. <laughs> go rip up some mud. All right, guys. Thank you, Corey, for coming on. And, you bet. And thanks for talking me into doing this now, Joey. Yep, yep, yep. No problem. All right. And, again, one more big thanks to our sponsor, the Blooming Prairie RC Park. Check them out on Facebook. And we have ran out of talent.